Good to see everybody Thursday night, and we are live. Hello to everybody that's on right now. I appreciate you. I can see you as you pop on, on Facebook anyway. Rumble's having a little bit of trouble tonight. Maybe on, maybe off. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But anyway, welcome everybody on Facebook, everybody on BlackRobeTV.com. Welcome everybody on Rumble, everybody on YouTube. Of course, on YouTube, we'll be deleting the show right after broadcast so that YouTube doesn't go and find strike one, strike two, and strike three all in one truthful broadcast. We know that's what they'll do. All right, now I just showed you that video. That was from an Australian politician, senator, congressman. I don't know what exactly the equivalent is, but... They're starting to wake up a little bit about the World Economic Forum's influence. Obviously, Scott Morrison, their prime minister, is a World Economic Forum actor. And what I mean by that is an actor, as a a participant, a sycophant of Klaus Schwab, as is Joe Biden, as is Justin Trudeau, as is Angela Merkel, so is Emmanuel Macron, Boris Johnson, just about anybody else you can name, uh, prime ministers of many other countries. Obviously, Xi Jinping of China are all actors. Uh, Of course, Vladimir Putin. Voldemar Zelensky, both are, as they go to war with each other, still are World Economic Forum actors, both of them. And of course, we have the weirdest war zone ever happening in Ukraine, which we'll get to later. Here's another video now on the World Economic Forum. Everybody needs to be paying close attention. You have Joe Biden right now at a really, it's not a World Economic Forum summit, but the highly influenced world health summit right now everything's got a world in front of it if you noticed right out of the book of revelation everything has a world in front of it so he's at the world health summit right now uh basically giving away america's uh health sovereignty to the world health organization where they can put out a globalist uh global wide mask mandate global wide vaccine mandate global vaccine passports do anything that they want people are in the united states saying that could never happen here Well, it's already happened here because nobody has the constitutional right to put a mask on your face. Nobody has the constitutional right to to demand that you violate the Nuremberg Code and take an experimental vaccine. Nobody has the right to teach your kids CRT, but it happens all the time. So we many people are just willing to cave. We have to stand. We are the second Thessalonians chapter two restraining. If you call yourself an evangelical believer and you have the right strain of thought right now, what I mean by that is you are adherent to the word of God. You are the resistance. You are the restraining. You are. Everybody else, we welcome all the conservatives. We welcome everybody in the conservative side of the aisle to be part of it with us. However, the true restraining is the true church. Please read about that. You can do it right now. Second Thessalonians chapter two. We are the restraining. So we have to stand. If we stand, we buy the earth time. We buy our kids time. Those that we want to be saved. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. 2 Peter 3, 9. We buy the world time. We buy our loved ones time that aren't saved yet. We need to stand. The world economic form is a representative of the antichrist spirit. They are communist. They are socialist, but not in the purest sense. They are really hierarchical, socialist and communist, more bourgeois communist. Uh, more monarchy style communist where they will have everything. They will never live a socialist communist lifestyle, but will demand that everybody else do so. 
you'll own nothing. They never say, if you notice in their ads, they never say, we'll own nothing and be happy. They simply say, you'll own nothing and be happy. And believe me, that's on purpose. Now, here's what the World Economic Forum, this is on their website. This is what they propagate. This is not right-wing conspiracy theory. It is not me putting these words on the screen. This is what they did. This is what they have planned for your diet. Play it for me. Just so you know, that right-wing conspiracy theory, that's the truth. That's what the World Economic Forum has in store for us. The World Economic Forum is really, I know they're not, but they're in lockstep with the World Health Organization. The CCP is the number one contributor to the World Health Organization. Number two contributor is Bill Gates. And that's who Joe Biden is surrendering America's medical sovereignty to over the next five to six days an institution that's controlled by Bill Gates and the CCP, Bill Gates, and they'll have health czars throughout the globe stationed to enforce their rules. What that means, nobody knows. Of course, nobody knows. And of course, Bill Gates will then have also, this is not, this is not conjecture, this is not made up, Bill Gates will have his germ team, which he has also orchestrated in the midst of Dr. Tetros and the World Health Organization. So Bill Gates can go around the globe making his rep, uh, recommendations, which by the way, recommendations is code word for mandates and commands that they always say recommendations but it ends up being a mandate and a command well you'll lose your job usually you lose your ability to buy sell trade or travel without abiding by their mandates that's what it's going to be that's what that's what they're trying to do now listen it doesn't have to happen all we have to do is stand if you are somebody who's watching right now and you gleefully strapped on a mask, took your vaccine, and locked your church down understand that you will be eating an insect burger before long it's coming for you. You will be, and here's my next slide for you. This is Disclosed TV tweet. Uh, this, this is a little deep now. We're going to stay here for just a minute. Now, now, German health minister, Lutenbach, at G7 meeting, G7 summit, which is America, America's part of that, Australia, uh, Great Britain, Canada, G7 summit, Germany, people like that, first world countries. We will do a very realistic exercise in which a smallpox ba- pandemic results from a leopard bite. Now, listen, leave this up. Now, I want everybody to understand this. What does this sound like to you? Do not forget the past. Understand something. We are to forget our sin in the past, but we're not to forget the past. Event 301, October 2019, two months before the pandemic was let loose at the World World Military Games in Wuhan, China, where you had the Wuhan Institute of Virology, all happened in the same place. What happened? You had Bill and Melinda Gates in conjunction with the World Economic Forum put on event 201, where you had, of course, Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, 
the Chinese version of Anthony Fauci, Fauci, everybody else was there. Current DNI chief was there at, at the event 201. Oh, that's conspiracy theory. No, just pull it up. You can go right online right now. Pull up event 201. It's right there. It's not, it's not, it's not on Alex Jones's website. It's not on blackrobetv.com. It's on YouTube. Event 201, where they were going to, let's see, basically the same thing. We, are, we will do a very realistic exercise in which a smallpox pandemic results from a leopard bite. Well, what did they say then? Well, we're going to do a realistic exercise of a worldwide outbreak of a coronavirus that resulted from pigs. That's what they said. And that's exactly what they did. And you're like, well, Tom, come on now. You look at, look at this, you know, leopard bite, right-wing conspiracy, right-wing conspiracy. First of all, it's not right-wing conspiracy. This is a quote from the German health minister. Now, what are you seeing right now? Everybody's talking about monkeypox. Of course, it's got the perfect, it's got the perfect name right in front of it for everybody. It's some scary pictures. Got one case in the United States, which by the way, we had a case last year in the United States of monkeypox. Monkeypox happens every year. By the way, so does coronavirus. It's called a common cold. So here we go. Now, here's what the, now what is monkeypox? Monkeypox, for all intents and purposes, is the exact same thing as smallpox. It has the exact same viral sort of impact on humanity. It's basically a version of smallpox. And lo and behold, very strange that at the G7 summit, you have the German health minister saying that we are going to do an event 201 breakout session, a, a, a exercise of a smallpox outbreak when lo and behold, right at this very moment, we got a smallpox-esque disease that everybody is now talking about because a few cases come out, Right? Isn't it strange how this all works? And I'll bet you right now, here comes the evangelical church going to close again, aren't you? Because it has monkey in front of it. Let me just make this clear for everybody watching. I pastor a church right here. It was in Inglewood, Florida. We moved about 10 minutes away to Northport, Florida. Louis, leave that up. Leave that up. I want people to read it over and over and over again. You need to be very assured of something. I will never close, ever. I don't care if rattlesnakes are falling from the sky. I don't care if it's monkey pox, gorilla pox, poop pox, diarrhea pox. I don't care pterodactyl pox. I don't care what it is. We're never closing, never will. I'm not masking. I'm not vaxxing, just so everybody knows. There's already a monkey pox vax. Ready and will. Oh, here comes the evangelical church. Just yanking their pants down and grabbing their ankles, right? Oh, Tom, why are you so mean to the evangelical church of which you're a part? Because judgment begins at the house of God. Are you going to do it again? Are you going to do it again? Because here they come again. If we squash it right now, tell them to spin their monkeypox sideways, shove it right up their own caboose, they'll back off. But if you pull your pants down again and grab your ankles for your proctological exam by Anthony Fauci and his turkey baster, then they're coming again for you. It may not be monkeypox this time. It'll be Joe Biden's yielding all of our medical sovereignty to the World Health Organization. Who knows what's going to be? Uh, let's see. We got too much carbon monoxide in the air today. All the churches close. 
Don't act like you didn't do it if you're somebody that's watching. Unless you've come out and said the vaunted three words, I was wrong for masking. I was wrong for locking down. I was wrong for closing. I was wrong for vaccine. I was wrong for pimping the vaccine. Whatever it is that you did, I was wrong for quarantining. I was wrong for social distancing. You're still one of them. Because your pride is going right before your, your destruction. The portrait of yourself is more important than the, than the reality of yourself. I was wrong. Say it. If you ever strapped on a mask voluntarily, not because you had to go in there for an eye appointment, if you ever just strapped it on because you wanted other people to feel comfortable, you're still one of them unless you said, I was wrong. And you're going to be vulnerable to poop shows like this. Believe me, you already are, because if you don't, if, you, if your yes is not yes and your no is not no, then what are you? Everything else is from the evil one. If you've never come out and said, this was wrong, then how do you know what is right? It's very simple. Life is very simple. It's just a matter of whether or not you'll take the steps that, that you need to take, make the moves that you need to make. All right, here we go. Moving on from monkeypox. We'll cover, we'll keep watching it closely. Hope it doesn't become a thing. But I can tell by Twitter, it's starting to percolate. All right, Senator Ted Cruz, let's pick on Joe Biden on his, you know, what's happened with our gas prices right now. Of course, he says that it's all about Putin. Right now, they're, it's coming out, come from the, from the Biden administration. They're expecting where you have $4 gas prices right now, 4 to $5 gas prices. By August, they are predicting that they will be $6 gas prices. On, on Tuesday, I filled up my F-250 with diesel, and it was $125. Used to be $80. When I was when Trump was there, $80. Biden, $125. Kind of a big deal. Almost a $50 increase in just a matter of 16 months. Quite amazing. He's pulled off a lot. Here's Ted Cruz. Play it for me, Will. This was deliberate. This isn't an accident. This isn't an unintended side effect. This is exactly what Joe Biden promised he would do. And it's what he's done. If you look at when Biden was sworn in, Gas nationally was $2.09 a gallon. On that first day, what does Biden do? He cancels the Keystone Pipeline. Boom, day one. What does he do after that? January 27th, a week later. He halts all new oil and gas leases on federal land, both onshore and offshore. Federal land onshore and offshore comprises roughly 25% of U.S. oil and gas production. Next, February 19th. He rejoins the Paris Climate Agreement. Notice what's happening to the price. Next, May 7th, 2021, Biden takes 30% of land off limits to oil and gas. Price keeps going up. June 1st, he halts drilling in Anwar, the incredibly petroleum-rich section of Alaska with vast reserves, very small portion of Alaska, he shuts it down. Price keeps going up. June 30th, Congress reverses the Trump natural gas regulations. October 7th, Biden reverses the Trump NEPA regulations. October 29th, Interior begins the, quote, social cost of carbon designed, again, to drive gas prices up. November 15th, a moratorium on oil drilling in the Chaco Canyon. And then February 24th, Russia invades Ukraine. By the way, Biden is trying to blame Putin for the increase. And listen, Putin bears 
some responsibility for that increase, but he doesn't bear responsibility for all of this. There's the truth. Everything's gaslit. Everything's a lie. You can side by side that if you guys can. That's the truth right here. That's the truth. Putin plays a small part at the very end. But Putin just started what back this couple months ago. That's where Putin started to mass troops on the Ukrainian border and then invaded. It's all lie, just like Russian collusion, just like the insurrection, just like the response to COVID. It's all bold face lies. Call them that. It doesn't matter what the repercussions are. Call, call lies, lies. Never, and I know I'm preaching to the choir. Most people that are watching this podcast stand their ground, but there's always a few. So understand, I'm not screaming at the people that held the line. But if you're somebody who thinks about it, you're like, you know what? I don't like to say that people are lying. They're lying. Call a liar a liar. You're a liar, Joe Biden. You're a liar, pastor. Whatever it is, they're lying. They're lying. Call it, call it, call it what it is. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. RNC research video. That's the next one, guys. Today, the nationwide average for a gallon of gas hit a record high. Play it for me. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yeah. new pipeline and yeah. infrastructure? New and, pipeline. And, and, exactly. and no more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth? even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. This was all on purpose. That was actually the title of the video. It's all on purpose. It's not an accident. And we have to stand. Now, we have to endure right now because we don't have any power, really. We have power if we have a really good governor like DeSantis. You have some, you have some power. But, of course, the Senate is owned by the Democrats, really, by one vote only. That's Kamala Harris if there's a 50-50 vote, I mean, a 50-50 tie. But, really, it's so the Democrats own the Senate, Democrats own the House, Democrats own the presidency, and the Republicans sort of own the Supreme Court. So, we don't have a whole lot of power right now, but what you do is when something is unconstitutional, you simply say, no, I'll never put a mask on. I'll never, nobody will ever force me to back, say, no way, you're not taking my guns, nothing. That this stuff right here, they can, they can manipulate. Obviously, they're doing it. They're shutting down federal leases on land. Right now, we have a, right now, Joe Biden, he shuts down numerous leases on very good oil-producing land. And then he's, he's right now talking to Venezuela. He's, talk, he's talking to Maduro in Venezuela about buying their, their natural gas and their oil. Why would you ever do that? I mean, Venezuela is an absolute Marxist state. People are starving to death. They had to eat the animals out of their own zoos. I mean, that's where that's what the state of Venezuela. And we're going to go buy fossil fuels from there. Joe Biden right now, because we have the Abbott facility shut down. So 40 to 50 percent of all of our baby formula can't be, you know, can't be made, can't be produced, can't be manufactured. Why is it shut down? Because the FDA conducted an investigation that appeared righteous at the beginning, but they've been closed since February. They've been trying to open since February. It is what, May 18th, 19th today, whatever it is. So how many months has that been? 
It's closed down. It's on purpose. And what's Joe Biden doing? He's sending for baby formula to be airlifted into the United States. The United States have to have, has to have food airlifted onto our soil from European countries. The United States of America. We have more oil and natural gas than the entire than the the entire Middle East combined. And we're having to make emergency phone calls and emergency imports from Venezuela. We, we, we are the breadbasket of the world. All of our farmers right now, and all is an exaggeration, are being paid to not produce food right now while we're having to airlift baby formula from European countries in the United States. Mexican um, shelves where they can keep baby formula are absolutely stacked out, for, totally full. And we're sending pallets to the Mexican border. Pallets of baby formula to the Mexican border. I know all of you know that, but their, their food shelves are full of baby formula in Mexico. So I'm wondering if parents in the United States are going to migrate to Mexico. Because we've already had two children that have been hospitalized because parents couldn't get baby formula in the United States of America. Look what, look what Joe Biden's been able to pull off. In a matter of 16 months, it's kind of a miracle. Yeah, put that up, Aaron. There it is. That's in Mexico. That picture's in Mexico. That's their baby formula. You know why? That's their baby formula, Al. Why? They don't have an FDA that shuts down their factories. Abbott, Abbott was shut down, appear, appeared to be righteously at first for some c- contamination that occurred with two, uh, two infants that died. They turned out that they were exonerated. Abbott was exonerated, and Abbott can't get the federal government, can't get the FDA to answer their phone calls or emails. So it's still shut down. So we're airlifting as if we are a third world country, airlifting baby formula into the United States. Basically airlifting oil and natural gas into the United States. Why? Look what Joe Biden has pulled off in the matter of 16 months. And you're like, of course, Thomas Democrats, we get the Democrat versus the Republican thing. We get all of that. Well, yeah, but here's the problem. We cause this. And when I say we, I mean you, if it's applicable. We, the, Joe Biden should never be president. We all know 2,000 mules is a fraudulent election. The only reason why it was a fraudulent election was because COVID-19 enabled it to be so where nobody would come and vote in person. That was also on purpose. So Joe, Joe Biden should not be president. If the church wouldn't have shut down, Joe Biden wouldn't be president. And listen, Trump had his own issues too. Obviously, I'm a Trump supporter. I was a Trump supporter, still am a Trump supporter. Who I'd pick between him and DeSantis right now, I'd lean heavily to DeSantis. Because he's not nearly the vaccine pimp and whore that that Donald Trump is. But in 16 months, you look at what Joe Biden has accomplished, quote unquote. You look at the absolute atrocity of, of, of our pullout of Afghanistan, 13 of our servicemen and women killed. Two drone strikes where he's killed numerous civilians and then claimed that they were striking back at terrorism and, and, and boldly just told bold-faced lies to support that false, that false assertion. Hyperinflation, gas prices through the roof, food prices through the roof, an open southern border, 2.5 million people crossed that we know of in 2021. The vax, the vaccine mandates in the military, every malady, every sickness, illness, disease, and infirmity in the military, this absolute fact, Thomas Rents federal lawsuit is up 300 to 1100% in one year because of the vaccinations. Joe Biden's pulled it all off in one year. That's why all of you kindly, compassionate, quote unquote, loving Christians, accommodating Christians, 
Why? You know, what, what does it hurt to put a mask on? Because it's a lie. Well, what does it hurt to take a vaccine? Well, it'll kill you. Give you ADE or capillary blood clotting. Not to mention, now that we've seen the Pfizer dump of, of documents that have come out about how they made this virus, how they produced this virus, how they manu- not the virus, how they manufactured this vaccine. It had 12% efficacy for week one, 1% after that. And what's the, what's the harm? It's as useful as a mask, which is totally useless. And so is the lockdown. When you were quarantining yourself, you were completely wasting your life. If you come out and said, I was wrong yet. All right, onward. Where am I at, Will? Rodney R. Brown? All right, Rodney R. Brown tweet. Current price of gas per gallon in major oil-producing countries. Just so you know, it's an attack on the United States. In Kuwait, it's a dollar and thirty a gallon. Russia, 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 right? The evil Russia, and they are evil, but no more evil than Ukraine, just so you know. Both of them are autocratic dictatorships, but their gas price there, they've been crushing them with our sanctions. By the way, their baby formula shelves are completely full, and the ruble is crushing the dollar. Ever since Joe Biden has levied his sanctions on Russia, 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 40, 54 billion dollars to Ukraine. And for a country that's $30 trillion, let's just print another $54 billion and send it over. Russia, $163 per gallon. Saudi Arabia, $235 per gallon. Venezuela, $0.95 cents per gallon. Iraq, $194 per gallon. Uh, Iran, $0.19 cents per gallon. And in the United States, this is just the average, $4.32 per gallon. It is on purpose. And the Biden administration is predicting that it'll be $6 per gallon by August. All right, here we go. Let's move on to the vaccines. Emergency room RN cared for a 70-year-old patient two days ago. This is, by the way, an emergency room RN two days ago who had multiple blood clots. Strange, isn't it? Strange how everybody's getting blood clots. I mean, of course, everyone just, if you put this out and the liptard looks at it, they go, well, of course, every year people have blood clots. Not like this. 17-year-olds, I can, up again, 53 years on the planet. I've never even seen a 17-year-old have a blood clot. I've never seen reports of it. I know it could have happened, but it's happening all over the globe. I put this out a month ago. The number two female golfer on the planet has, has capillary blood clotting. Had to remove herself from the tour because she had blood clots in her legs. Could no longer walk. Justin Bieber's wife, was she 22, 23? Blood clots. She's out. Numerous. All over the globe. Never seen this before. How? I mean, I'm just curious. If there happens to be a liberal watching... How do you look at yourself in the mirror? How do you read things and just stay in perpetual denial? I mean, come on. It's happening all over the globe. Two days ago, who had, who had multiple blood clots in both, young, both lungs, two months post-vax, went to uh, Pete's ICU. He just died. Just died. 17-year-old died early this morning, watching so many young, innocent people, emergency room RN, die is destroying my psyche can't do this much longer because you see what's actually happening liberal progressive leftist democratic party member and stupid rhino republicans establishment republicans who are still pimping and whoring vaccines people are dropping dead by the tens of thousands daily if we had real me we had if we had real media if we had an actual uh, unbiased media, we would be watching the unfolding of the greatest apocalypse in human history, which we are going to see. 
We are going to see this. It is happening. Media isn't reporting it. Basically, as you hear me say, every one of these podcasts, everybody, statistically speaking, 80 to 90% of those hospitalized or dying of COVID are fully vaccinated individuals, most of them boosted because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. You know what? People may die. My wife brought this up on the way to the podcast tonight. People may die of monkeypox. You know why? Which mostly is very, very survivable virus. Why? People might, it's actually the perfect setup. I mean, you can go really deep into a wormhole here. But if you have everybody vaccinated and they no longer have immune systems because they have ADE, and now monkeypox comes along, they can claim that to be really deadly too because everybody's dropping dead of monkeypox because they don't have an immune system anymore. Just like all, the only people dying of Omicron were the vaxxed and boosted. That's it, period. That's the truth. It's the same thing happening now, statistically speaking. Tom, you say this all the time. I know, I gotta get the word out. 80 to 90%, Scotland, England, Australia, Israel, and the United States, and Canada. And, and, and the United States from, this, from Rochelle Walensky CDC hides all these statistics. Why would anybody ever buy into a medical narrative when those that are pimping and whoring that narrative are hiding their statistical data? But in all of those countries, including the United States, 80 to 90% plus of all those dying of COVID are fully vaccinated and boosted, hospitalized for COVID, fully vaccinated and boosted, boosted. Getting cases of COVID. The cases of COVID are those who are boosted and those who are vaccinated, double vaxxed. That's the truth. All right, let's go to the next one. Will, wherever we're at, Ed Freethinker. U.S. bioethics chief, who happens to be Fauci's wife, there she is, published a new paper telling corp- corporates, corporations, they can ethically pressure employees and embarrass vaccine resistors. That is where we're at. She is a WEF vaccine whore. That's who she is, along with next, right next to her pimp, right, right next to her with Anthony Fauci. It's funny, because what does that mean, bioethics chief? Leave this up. What does that mean? It means that the FDA actually farms out their approvals to the NIH's bioethics board, which is run by Anthony Fauci. So if NIH, get this now, get this now. NIH is in lockstep with Moderna, namely. They are actually partners. On, on, and, you know, there's, there are many patents inside of the Moderna virus. I mean, the Moderna vaccine. They are partners. They profit. All of those scientists on your tax dollars develop these certain patented materials. Now, Moderna, of course, as you hear me say every podcast, Moderna patented material was found in the alpha variant of the virus. Alpha variant. It was found in the original virus. That's an absolute fact. Moderna does not deny it. Moderna is partners with the NIH. Anthony Fauci's wife, Anthony Fauci, NIH. Yes, N-I-A-I-D is part of the NIH. So he is partners with Moderna. Moderna gets their approval from the bioethics, from the FDA, but the FDA farms it out to Anthony Fauci's wife. They all know it. They are all part of the swamp. They're all maggots on a dead cow carcass together, feeding off of whatever they can. That's who these people are. They are filthy, rotten, lying maggots who are killing people in droves for their own profit. And I don't mean just monetary. Anthony Fauci's a multimillionaire. He's gained much more. Aaron found me the statistics at one point of how much money he's made over the pandemic. He's a government employee making $440,000 a year. How he's made millions, nobody knows. Nobody knows how how, how Nancy Pelosi pulls that off either. 
or Mitch McConnell and everybody else who's gotten filthy, rotten, rich as a congressman, as a senator. But anyway, he makes a lot of money, of course. But you just see it, they're all partners together. They're all filthy, rotten maggots killing people. And it's not just for their own monetary gain. It's for their own personal power because these people are power perverts. People like you and I, we go, we do, a, we barbecue, we live our own lives, we go to work, we do whatever we do, we work out, we live however we want to live, whatever we do. We're not interested in controlling other people. I have no interest in it at all. None. I preach the gospel. That's what I do. I have no interest in controlling people. They do. It's, like I've told you, it is, it is a perversion. They are power perverts, those people in this picture right here. Go to the next one for me, Will. The Washington Times tweet, Air Force Academy cadets face expulsion for all the people that think this thing is over. It's not remotely over. Oh, you know what? Our health sovereignty could never be taken away because we live in a constitutional republic. Oh, really? So do the Air Force cadets. Now you say, well, they joined up in the military. They're not being vaccinated according to military contract. They can only be vaccinated with an FDA-approved drug, and that's Comerity, which isn't available to them. They both face lie. There's idiots out there lying. There's nobody in the military being injected with Comerity because Comerity has never been mass-produced and has never been available to the public. It is the only FDA drug that is, that is the only vaccine that is FDA-approved. That's it. It's not available to anybody. So when they come out and they say that, you know, the vaccines are FDA-approved, they're not. And they're actually violating these people's military contract. If you're at the Air Force Academy, you're under a military contract. You wash out of the Air Force Academy, they can put you in as an enlisted man. Air Force Academy uh, cadets being forcefully vaccinated with a non-FDA approved drug face expulsion, repayment demand over vaccine refusal. So they're refusing, the people who refuse vaccines at the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado, you're out. All right, it's not over. Go to the next one for me. Now, why would you possibly want to resist it? If you're in the, if you're in, you're at beautiful Colorado Springs, Colorado, at the Air Force Academy, why would you want to resist their glorious vaccine? Why would you want to resist it? Well, you got the DMD, the DMED database, which is, for all intents and purposes, not for all intents and purposes, it is the military medical database. In the military, I've got a soldier sitting right next to me over here, the former Marine, although they don't like to be called former Marines, a Marine standing right next to me, sitting right next to me, running these slides. Anything you do in the military, anything at all that you do in the military, when you've been injured or you're sick, you get a QR code, you swipe it everywhere you go, and they track you from the moment that you got sick into the moment you're well or until the moment you're discharged. This is irrefutable data. This is what, pull it up, Thomas Rents, R-E-N-Z. Thomas Rents, federal lawsuit with the DOD. Senator Ron Johnson, who I love, sadly voted for $40 billion for Ukraine. Ron, come on. But anyway, he, he had Thomas Rents and numerous others up on Capitol Hill testifying at a Senate committee hearing. Not only is it Thomas Rents, there's over 100 medical whistleblowers from the military testifying to these statistics. All of these statistics that you've seen, Tom, you've shown this before. Yeah, I mean, look at the date, 5-11, not that long ago. But I'm just pulling out because just I'm pulling it back out because of what's happening with the Air Force Academy. So why would you not want to be vaccinated? Well, these stats that you're seeing where you see up, look at the first one, myocarditis, 2,800%. Now, what does that mean? What it means is 2021. 
2021 statistics versus 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016. So from 2016 to 2020, the averages for those five years versus 2021 alone. So in 2021 alone is what I'm reading you when I read you these statistics. DMED database, myocarditis. Why as an 18-year-old to 22-year-old cadet at the Air Force Academy, why would you not want Joe Biden's glorious vaccine, Anthony Fauci's glorious vaccine that doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop infection, doesn't stop hospitalizations, as I noted earlier, doesn't stop deaths. People who, the most, where, the, where you'll find the most cases are amongst the fully vaxxed and boosted. So why would you not want to take, well, myocarditis, you do that, and your odds of myocarditis go up 2,800%. Cancer's 300 to, 19, to 900%. Infertility, up 500%. Miscarriages, up 300%. Neurological disorders, up 1,000%. I'm never going to try this word again. Up 1,000%. Multiple sclerosis, up 600%. Guillain-Barre syndrome, up 500%. HIV, up 500%. Pulmonary embolisms, i.e. blood clotting, up 400% in one year. In one year. In one year. In comparison to the year before that. In comparison to the year before that. In comparison to the year before that, and so forth and so on. That's why they don't want to take it. Get out. Get out of the military. I'm telling you right now, get out. Why die? Well, why get, why, listen, pericarditis and myocarditis are, are not minor uh, afflictions. They're big time afflictions. Get out. And then you know what? Well, what needs to happen is everybody needs to get some guts. Get out, massive class action lawsuit against the Biden administration, he's losing everyone that gets into federal court anyway. Sue the guy. All right, facts, uh, facts, t- uh, tweet. Where are we at, Will? All right, do I? Oh, that was the facts one. I got you. Danny Horowitz tweet. All right, gee, I think I know why. Here it is now. If you're wondering why in the future, because it's coming, we have massive flight delays and the non-availability of pilots, here's the reason why. A severe pilot shortage in the U.S. leaves airlines scramblings for solutions daniel horowitz of course says gee i know why and we all know why go to the next one for me daniel horowitz tweet at the at the end of today's show pilot greg hill tells me many pilots are coming down with heart and blood disorders and they are being quietly pulled from service however the airlines refuse to speak out and just so you know the national pilots association can't remember the name so i'm naming it that myself they wrote a letter recently saying that this is happening they are now stepping out. It's sad. What should have happened? It, it absolutely breaks my heart that healthy men and women took the clot jab to keep your job. Don't take the clot jab to keep your job. Get saved, then rely on the word of God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.20, stand on the word of God. And God will supply you better than you've ever been supplied on your own before. For, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. Squid, if you have, don't take the clot jab. There's probably churches right now that are making their employees take clot jabs. Don't take it. The, listen, again, I say this every podcast, but you need to understand 
we're at, what is the actual date today? May 19th. So May 19th, 2022. At this time last year, most people were still not vaccinated. We have yet to even see this. We have hundreds of thousands of people dropping dead right now or dropping from infirmities, dropping from afflictions, dropping from blood clots, dropping from myocarditis and pericarditis, people dropping all over the place from heart attacks. We have barely even tapped the surface because it begins the moment that you're jabbed and runs for a seven-year period. We don't even know. It may be longer than seven years. Nobody knows. You know why? Because when when the Nuremberg protocols were put out, they knew what they were talking about. You don't take an experimental vaccination that took one year of a bunch of idiots to develop that are global corporate uh, corporations, globalist corporate corporations that are making billions of dollars off your suffering. I played that video yesterday of the doctor that played it on the pregame. The doctor who took it an AstraZeneca vaccination, she's losing her home. She can't practice medicine. There's nobody that you don't, you can't sue these corporations you can't sue these pharmaceutical corporations. They have immunity. Why? That's why they keep their emergency use authorization all the time. Instead, that's why, folks, you need to understand it. That's why they don't seek actual FDA approval. They have, think, I mean, I want you to think about it. This may sound complex, but it's not. In the United States, you've got, you've got the Moderna, you've got the Pfizer, and you've got Comirnaty. The only one that's FDA approved is Comirnaty but nobody can take it. Now, if it was available to the public, if it's FDA approved, you can sue if you get a blood clot. But as long as it's under the EUA, which the only ones available are under the EUA, and as long as they're pimping and whoring them to children, which they are, they just got, their Moderna just got approved for five to 11 year olds under an EUA. As long as you keep a perpetual EUA and you keep a, even if you're no longer under EUA, which they aren't, as long as you're giving them the kids, you have the shelter under the umbrella of an EUA. Don't you see it? Make sure that you study to show yourself approved. That's why they're not giving comernity to anybody, including our soldiers, which violates their military contract. Because then if you get a blood clot, you can, you can sue them. This is, all, this is all about the love of money, which is the root of all evil. 1 Timothy 6.10, read your Bible. All right, let's move on to crime. This is Michael uh, 2022. This is, this is in New York City. We need to, and listen, again, you know, some of this may appear to be dark. The hope is the word of God. The hope is the voice of the spirit. The hope is Christianity. There is no other way. This is it. The Republicans can't save us. So in order for, for the hope to actually be hope, Christians must stand. The reason why you're seeing all of these cities turn into the dens that they are is because slowly over a period of time, and now it's been sped up greatly with COVID, they were yielded by Christians and by conservatives. Let's look at crime around the United States. Michael 2022 video, NYC, Satan's Den. Play it for me. Now, yeah, it's an elderly couple just parked somewhere in Manhattan, gets viciously attacked. And you know what? If you noticed, it wasn't a bunch of white, of white supremacist terrorists. 
You know, the number one existential threat to America, white supremacist terrorists, just like allegedly the Buffalo shooter was. Wrong. He was a leftist. Of course. Of course he was. Rob Schmidt tweet. Taken in Manhattan, New York City last night. Will go to the first photo for me. There you go. Somebody's shooting up right next to your ATM. Just go right to the next one. There you go. Shooting up. That's a great way. I don't know. That guy in the bag, would you even go to that ATM? I certainly wouldn't send anybody in my family to that ATM. Trump for America video. In New York, crime committed by white supremacists is out of control. Play it for me. There you go. White supremacist terrorism in action. Now, again, folks, I want to just ask you, when have you ever seen this before? Broad daylight, just an absolute frontal assault on a business, steal everything. Now we see this every day. Welcome to the Biden administration. Whenever they say they're for the black community, Whenever they say they're for the inner city, whenever they say they're for compassion, this is Eric Adams. This is Run City. He's the one who took over for de Blasio. And look what, it, look what you have. Rampant crime because why? They have bail reform, no cash bail. They let everybody out of jail and they don't prosecute criminals. They all come out. They're all just, you have George Gascon and they're all, by the way, most of all, if not all of these are Soros acolytes bought and paid for these state attorneys that let all these criminals out. And then after, then after you see these sort of actions, then you get the claim by the FBI, Christopher Ray, the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism, which by the way, I'll gladly show it. If it's white supremacists doing it, I will show it because that's still part of the crime wave. This is what the Biden administration's on and about doing. This is an old story. Everybody knows it. They were caught red-handed. The Washington Free Beacon actually ordered, came into possession of what the Biden administration was sending out. The Biden administration, you had Peppermint Patty. She's, she's been, she's been uh, replaced by Corrine Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre now, who's even worse than Peppermint Patty, who's even stupider than Peppermint Patty, which is a galactic achievement. But this is what the, the, she denied it, said, no, there was no crack pipes. Now, I want everybody to see it, and we got to get this technology in place where some of us, one of us has a cursor in this room, we can point at stuff. Do you know what? That, right there, you can see the crack pipes. Right there. Right there. There's the crack pipes. You can see them right next to the word Richmond, right under the word Baltimore. There's the crack pipes. They were sending crack pipes to Baltimore, to Richmond. This whole picture, they've got Washington, D.C., in numerous other, New York City, that's what the Biden administration, you have, you have, we never see, I don't even know what the word, raids, I guess, raids into stores, because, and you have the employees, they don't even call the cops, they just make an insurance claim, boys just stand there and videotape raids on their stores, where you have assailants come in and steal thousands of dollars worth of property to sell online, never seen this before in the history of our country, never, we have the highest gas prices in the history of our country. Never had a baby formula shortage in our country. Never had babies hospitalized because of a baby formula shortage in our country. Never airlifted baby formula from Europe. We need, we need like Switzerland. I mean, think about it. Right now, Switzerland is saving the United States. Switzerland, who has not defended themselves in any war yet in history, is now coming to, this, coming to the aid to the rescue of the United States. Here's Philadelphia. You guys can side, just side by side here and keep it muted for the copyrighted. This is, this is Philadelphia. It's not Lebanon. This is Philadelphia. This is what Philadelphia looks like at night, right here. This is, this, that's Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, right there. This, that's what it looks like. Third world banana republic. This is, look at this place. Look at it. 
Welcome to Democratic Party politicians. I mean, this is Democratic Party politics. All right, let's go to the next one. Art taking back. Here's, here's Fresno, California. Play it for me. Seriously, guys. Kind of smells like pot around here, too. Hey guys, just let us know your names while you're at it. Oh, here comes police. Might want to drop it. There they are. They're coming right around the corner. Here they come. You're screwed. Hey, you forgot something. No. Get the license plate. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Hey, we got the license plate. Here it goes. Right here. That's a AC four oh nine seven seven, and it's a there we go. Back to me. Now that is Joe Biden's America, brought to you by all the COVID cavers. So that everyone needs to understand the cause of it all. We can whine and complain about Republican versus Democrat. There's nobody more right wing than me, but I'm telling you right now, it wasn't right versus left. It was all the right-wingers caving to COVID because they didn't want to offend somebody. Just go ahead and jump off the cliff with me and offend everybody. Tell them all to go pound sand. Never masking, never vaxxing. I will go and vote in person because the reason why we have a crime surge in America that we've never seen before, all these things we've never seen before, violent crime up 40% in one year. Joe Biden pulled that off in one year. In one year. Gas prices highest ever. In one year. Afghan debacle. In one year. 2.5 million people crossing the southern border. In one year. Wow, what a great accomplishment. Brought to you by the COVID caving Christians. Quarantine day one. Quarantine day two. I saw saw a preacher preaching last night. I don't know why I was watching. I guess I'm just wanting to self-abuse for some reason. But I'm sitting here watching this preacher preach. Big name. Everybody knows him. I'm not allowed to mention names right now. The Holy Spirit's convicted me not to, so I'm not going to. Big name preacher talking about, oh, you look like you spent a little bit too much time eating in quarantine. Joking about it. It's not a joke, pastor. It's a bull-faced lie that you and your church abided in, propagated, pimped, and whored, and then you all went and got vaccinated, and you all need to be supernaturally healed. That's the facts. All right, back to crime. Mark Vargas video, my favorite mayor. Play it for me. And folks, just wait till Memorial Day and our summer. It will be the summer of joy in Chicago. When is Memorial Day? Is it next week? Next weekend's Memorial Day, right? So she said by then, it's going to be the greatest summer of her life. Here's the statistics in Chicago. Chicago saw the most violent weekend of 2022, about the time she made that video. 42 shot, 8 dead, carjackings are up 38%. Shootings and homicides are higher than 2019 and 20. 1,500 police have left. 1,500 police. Bye-bye, Chicago. They left. Only 400 of the 1,500 were replaced. And Mayor Lori Lightfoot promises a summer of joy in Chicago. Unbelievable from Mark Vargas. Breaking 9-11 video. I love this video. I've played it before. I just can't resist it. Reporter, how could you possibly even consider running for re-election? Play it for me. Every time you have a press conference, you say crime is down. 
Uh, the economy is booming. Well, that's not that's not true, but get your question, sir. Across the street, we had a police officer on duty, the victim of a hit and run. We have Michigan Avenue, the magnificent miles now referred to as the mile of fear. The water tower place has thrown the keys back to the lender. They say they don't want to be in Chicago anymore. Real Chicagoans are asking me, how could you possibly even consider running for re-election as mayor of the city of Chicago after all the harm you've caused? Well, I disagree with you fundamentally, um, and I don't think I need to address any and dignify your comments one second further. Next question. And, and I hope, I hope, listen, I hope all these cities have a rebound, but not a rebound of liberal leftist politics because you can't rebound. You can't rebound as a socialist, communist, world economic forum actor. You can't. The design is for you to fall. Now listen to this. You guys can side by side this if you can. Captain Toke video. Just mute it. I want you to know side by side. On the left is Kiev, Ukraine. Currently. On the left is Kiev, Ukraine. So the more colorful Kiev, Ukraine. On the right is New York City. Let's just, let's just stay here for just a minute. Let's look at the difference. Current, this is not, this is not Kiev. I refuse to call it Kiev because that's a political stunt. It's Kiev. Look at the word K-I-E-V. Kiev. That's what it is. But if you look at it, look at the difference. This is current Kiev in the war zone. The war, you remember, remember where you had blue pant, pantsuit ants walking down the street to meet? They had the same thing. They set up their, their Western style approach walking down the war zone. You have Mitch McConnell with his group and, and, and right before that, Nancy Pelosi and her group walking down Kiev. This is Kiev during the war. This is war. Weirdest war I have ever seen. Uh, weirdest war I've ever seen. Uh, I, hey, Will, you were in what? Iraq, right? Did Baghdad look like that in the war? I mean, what, what cities did you see? What city? Did you name one. Can you remember any? Nazaria. Okay, did any of the cities look like that in a war zone? Were there, weren't there bullet holes everywhere? I mean, weren't, 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 you, weren't people afraid? Uh, this, is, this is the war. This is current Kiev versus current New York City. And we just sent current Kiev 54 billion printed dollars and look at New York City. I remember, you can bring it back to me, I remember going to New York City I, when we were there, I hope 2017-ish. Yeah, 17. It was 2017, right after I retired from the SO. 2017, Christmas time, 2017 in December, and at that time, Bloomberg was was the uh, was the mayor. And you know, and I'm no big fan of Bloomberg, but what he had done is kept up Rudy Giuliani's broken windows policing techniques, so it wasn't a war zone. You can walk around; it's basically some homeless people here and there, but other than that, pretty pretty safe. It looked like Disney World at Times Square. Now, war zone. It only takes a Democrat one year. Look at what Joe Biden has done in one year. And all it takes is for all the Republicans, all the conservatives, all the moderates, and all the Christians to do what you're told during an alleged medical pandemic. And you get one year of Joe Biden and all of his world record settings that he's done in this period of time. All right, here's the, here's the war. Well, it's not the war. It's a battlefield of the war. It's us versus the perverts. Look at this. This is the libs of TikTok video titled, This is Unreal. A Wisconsin school district filed a Title IX complaint against three middle school students accusing them of sexual harassment. Title IX 
is for women's athletics to get the same amount of money as men's athletics, but it's a Title IX complaint because a kid didn't use the proper pronouns. Play it for me. An investigation into three Keele Middle School students has been launched. The school district has filed a Title IX complaint accusing the students of using incorrect pronouns while addressing another student. Fox 11's Monique Lopez spoke with the parent of one of the students in this Project Education report. I received a phone call from the principal over at the elementary school forewarning me, letting me know that I was going to be receiving an email uh, with sexual harassment allegations against my son. Rosemary Rabadou's 13-year-old son, Brayden, is one of the three eighth-grade Keel Middle School students accused of sexual harassment, something she disputes. He said he's being allegedly charged with sexual harassment for not using proper pronouns. I thought it wasn't real. I thought this has got to be a gag, a joke. Um, one has nothing to do with the other. According to the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, or Will, now defending the accused students, in March, one of their peers announced the pronouns they prefer to be addressed as, they or them. One of the alleged incidents Braden and the others were supposedly involved in happened in April. She had been screaming at one of Braden's friends to use proper pronouns, uh, calling him profanity. And this friend is, you know, very soft-spoken and kind of just sunk down into his chair. And Braden finally came up defending him, saying uh, he doesn't have to use proper pro pronouns. It's his constitutional right to not use. You can't make him say things. Some might say or think that you or your son are against the LGBTQ plus community. Not at all. Not at all. My my children have been raised. I will say it. I am against the LGBTQ community. There you go. I'm against it. It's sin. It's garbage. Doesn't mean I don't love them. Doesn't mean I don't want them to get saved. Doesn't mean if they were broke down on the side of the road, I wouldn't stop to help them because I would. But the thing is, I am against their agenda. I am against people who are trying to force people to call them a certain pronoun. Now, let me ask you this. People identify, I'm asking, all, all the people that are watching right now, I'm asking you. How do you call somebody they? When you put down that your, your, your preferred pronoun is they, them, well, how do I call you that? Hey, them. It's not grammatically correct. Hey, they. I mean, we're, we're in educational institutions where we're charging kids for violations of some sort of civil rights ordinance and you're asking them to speak grammatically incorrect. Hey, them. Hey, they. What do you say? It's just galactic, demonic stupidity. Go to the next one for me. Christopher Rufo, a nonprofit, $5 million, a nonprofit with $5 million in government contracts. I repeat, do not forget that. $5 million in Joe Biden's government's contracts invited children to attend a conference with presentations on masturbation sleeves oh boy some of this is hard to say artificial penis squirters and trans friendly prosthetics for sex i i'd like the washington post to explain why this should not be called grooming go to the next one for me chris rufo tweet scoop we're going to get into this last year the school district of philadelphia this is who this was School District of Philadelphia encouraged teachers to attend a transgender conference on kink, BDSM, transsex, bigger dick energy, and banging beyond binaries. Now, listen, I mean, think about this. The school district of Philadelphia, and I just showed you what their streets look like at night, are encouraging their, 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 their teachers 
to go to a, a conference with kink, BDSM, transex, bigger dick energy, and banging beyond binaries. And, this, and, and, and you are a horrible person if you call teachers groomers. This is the conferences they're going to. If, if a teacher who's teaching my children, my kids are all adults now, but if it's a teacher that's teaching my child and they went to a conference on bigger dick energy, beyond banging binaries, I would have concerns. This is beyond galactically apparent that the schools are being used to homosexualize and transgenderize our kids and to legalize pedophilia. Now, here's the thing. Get ready now. Yeah, they got paid close attention to this disclaimer that you're about to see. Chris, this is from this conference, remember. Last year, School District Philadelphia encouraged teachers to attend this transgender conference. This transgender conference was put on by $5 million of government contracts. Joe Biden paid for this. Play it for me, Will. The purpose of this workshop is to showcase different types of prosthetics available for sex. Almost every single one that I will be showing you, all of them actually, look like penises. I have tried and touched many dicks, all right? Prosthetics, real dicks, all dicks. This is one of the most realistic feeling in terms of like the inside of a penis, all right? Now, a pack and play is going to be a prosthetic that you can use for sex, but you can also pack with it when you're not having sex. You just walk. So here we go. Now, this is, well, we, we may cut back to it because you've got to hear his various um, assertions on penises. Very important. Now, this is what the teachers are going to see. Teachers in Philadelphia are going to see this. Remember that. Paid for, this is paid for by the Biden administration. Play it for me, just run it. Run the, run the but, audio. but let me tell you, I know it's not for sale and I'm not reviewing it, but it's really soft. Like it has a hard core and then the outside is just like memory foam. It just feels really good. <laughs> I do like the fuse, like for anal sex, this is really, really great. Uh, if this person is. So that's number one. Now here's the next one. This remember paid for by the Biden administration. Teachers urged to go. Teachers with all these little kids. But Ron DeSantis is so off the mark by calling teachers groomers, by calling Disney groomers. Is he? Is he really? Because this is what they wanted in Florida. And by the way, you better be very careful and make sure that it's not happening in your own hometown. Because most people are galactic cowards, weak-kneed cowards that are afraid to be called racist. It's if you stand against COVID, you want to kill people. No, it's got nothing to do with that. I want the truth about COVID. If, if you stand against CRT, you're a racist. If, you're, if you stand against the homosexual uh, indoctrination and transgender indoctrination of your children, you're anti this, you're anti that, which by the way, I am. I am anti-homosexual. Anybody who, who is homosexual will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Nor will anybody who's, for, who's fornicating heterosexually, just so you know. That's the Bible. That's where I stand. Here we go. Christopher Rufo video. Another session, transsex Banging Beyond Binaries was led by Jamie Joy, sounds like a porn star, a self-described kinky, polamorous, pretty big slut, and Lucy Fielding. This is all on their own itinerary. This is on their own itinerary. Paid for by Joe Biden, 
paid for by the city of Philadelphia. All your tax dollars, $5 million of your tax dollars paid for Lucy Fielding, a self-described white, queer, kinky P-O-L, whatever that is. Play it for me. Um, so I'm, I'll introduce myself. I'm a certified sex educator. My pronouns are they, them. Um, I'm also a, outside of doing sex education, I'm also a community organizer. I'm also um, very, I'm a big Jew. So I'm into, I'm into all my Jewish rituals. I'm into all my, my deli meats. I'm into all my morning bagels. That's a big part of me. So I feel like I had to name that. Um, and I'm also um, a pretty big slut. <laughs> I'm a, and I, and I, I wear that title pretty proudly. Um, and I, I self-identify as kinky and polyamorous. And, um, and I also call myself an originizer. Because in my free time outside of my day job, I like to get people together to explore their fantasies and um, their perversions in group. Hi, I'm So there you go. Paid for by the Biden administration and Philadelphia's tax dollars. Federal dollars, five million of your taxpayer dollars that they're printing, that they're sent that, that we're going 30, we're 30.5 trillion dollars in debt. Is going five million of your dollars is going to put on shows like this that the city of Philadelphia is encouraging their teachers to go to. Here's another one. Don't worry, this is the last one. In a discussion about adolescent gender transitions, Dr. Scott Moser explained that he has performed over 2,000 top surgeries which involve removing girls' breasts. Play it for me. Me, so I'm uh, super committed to gender surgery. In the past, I used to do cosmetic surgery. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon, and I've always been drawn to things that are deeply impactful. In the GCC, Gender Confirmation Center in San Francisco, we kind of have these like secret missions. Now, now that it's on a slide, these public secret missions, which are, uh, one of them is that we try to we try to live with our values 30 to 40 years in the future. So, and that puts us in a mindset of um, extreme affirmation because affirmation at that time is a foregone conclusion. This is a time in the future when gender is just a thing. Nobody makes a big deal out of it. People are being screened as children and adolescents for their gender journey and appropriate steps are taken to get them involved in a multidisciplinary process to get them where they need to go. That's, that's the future. Um, I do not have a minimum age of any sort in my practice. There's no chronological age that says you don't get surgery. Now, having said that, I don't think I've ever done a consult on a 12-year-old yet, but we would if one came our way. We just haven't had reason to. Um, and then we've done a number of 13-year-olds who, who we did consults on. I think I've done one or two 13-year-old surgeries. For the most part, it's 14 and up that by the time everything comes together, plus insurance approval, plus everything that surgery actually gets completed. Um, we do not require any particular identity. We only require that somebody has gender dysphoria and uses a multidisciplinary process for us to you have, assess. You have that. a question? Please, yes. You say, what was the youngest age a transmasculine kid could consider the surgery? So there is no youngest age um, at all. Um, they so there you go, no youngest age at all. His goal is to get as many, as young as possible in there to have their penis and breasts lopped off by him. And right now we are starting to see a landscape dominated. This is going to happen, this is already happening, of girls 
And you'll see the, you may, if I get to it, you'll see the picture of, from Calvin Klein, where allegedly you have a pregnant man. It's actually a pregnant woman. You see the giant scars underneath her, what were her breasts, because her breasts were lopped off in a surgery like this. And there were a lot, and then, by the way, his goal, guys like that, who, by the way, are also pro abortion monstrosities that will that will gleefully vote he's from san francisco will gleefully vote for you to be able to kill your child 28 days after birth that's the kind of guy this is he wants it to be where you parent where parents can't stop this where kids do not need parental permission to get this that's their goal and they'll get it in states like california new york massachusetts places like that even places like massachusetts massachusetts got a got a republican governor larry hogan yeah bull crap or is that maryland i might be conflating the two. it might be maryland but it doesn't matter. They're all the same. Larry Hogan's a putz anyway. They're just a bunch of governors that will do whatever it is they feel like they need to do to not offend anybody, to make sure that they're looked at as a centrist. Never, you never want to offend somebody who likes to lop off penises and breasts. And the landscape is starting to be filled full, uh, filled full of women who had these surgeries when they were 13, 14, 15, 16, they're starting to mature and they're sitting there going, what on earth did I do? Because you can't go back. Puberty blockers, by the way, which, 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 which we'll get to, are permanent. Lopping off your breasts is permanent. You can't go back. Lopping off your penis is permanent. Tom, you're gross. You shouldn't be talking like that as a pastor. Why? Tell me why I shouldn't be talking like that. We, we need to have guts in America. I don't drop F-bombs. I don't use the, world, the Lord's name in vain. I don't drop S-bombs, D-bombs, or A-bombs. Nothing. But I will sit there and I will, and I will with absolute, without any hesitation, from the pulpit of my church, I've said lopping off boobs and penises. I don't care. These people are demonic monsters. The Aaron said this to me right in the middle of this. He's like Joseph Mengele for kids. And he's just, just waltzing freely in our public, trying to get it to where a 13-year-old girl could walk in and say, you know what? Don't want my parents to know. Lop my breasts off, please. And I'm telling you, the landscape is starting to grow. Women, it's starting to come out. They're taking pictures of themselves saying, what did I do? Listen, I, I've been a youth pastor. I spent many years at the sheriff's office in the youth services section. I know kids. They don't make decisions at 13 years of age, doctor. They don't make decisions. A parent makes the, makes the decision. Hey, dad, instead of trying to boot lick and butt kiss your way into being dad of the year, how about you man up and tell your kid, you know what? You're not gay. You know what, son? You're not a girl. You know what, daughter? You're not a boy. Tell them. But you stand up. All these, all these alleged evangelical Christians who are so accommodating and so loving, that's not, where did, find that in the word of God. You're, you're allegedly a Christian. Jesus is the word. So if you're a Christian that doesn't follow the word, what are you? Think about that. If Jesus is the word and you're a Jesus follower and you don't follow the word, then what are you following? The Antichrist. Think about that. Here's just confirmation for you. This, this, this conference, again, I reiterate, paid for by $5 million by the Biden administration of your taxpayer dollars, the city of Philadelphia urging their teachers to go to. It was at the Manzoni Center, which hosted the conference, received $5 million in taxpayer dollars last year, and has worked with the school district on sex health research and sexuality programs for students. Why? 
I, I thought school was for math and reading and arithmetic and history. What, what, why, why are they working on sexuality programs for students? And the district's director of teacher leadership sits on the Manzoni board. If you look at the circular part, that just tells you, you screenshot this for proof. That's where all the money was. You look at the top line, federal government grants, $5 million. So a guy can sit there with a bunch of prosthetic penises and talk about how firm they are to teachers who then go teach fourth graders. Yeah, th- this, is, this is the state of our country. That's why there's no more time accommodating allegedly loving Christian. There's no more time for you to sit Just love them. Just love them. That's not the Bible. The Bible is preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. 2 Timothy 4.2 But do you fall into the next couple of verses? For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned to fables. Do you fall into that category? Repent now. But look at the next verse, 2 Timothy 4.5 But you... But you, keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. That's what you're supposed to do. Not quarantine. Not mask. Not, well, we want people to feel comfortable that have lopped off their penises and breasts. No. Or people who want to. No, they're not going to feel comfortable at Foundation Church. They're going to feel conviction at Foundation Church. They probably won't come back. What's the point of them coming back? It's like electing a rhino. What's the point of electing a rhino? You might as well go for the hardcore conservative who's not electable. What's the point of them, not, what's the point of them coming back? They're not going to obey the word of God anyway. Preach the word. At least you've planted seed that never returns void. Chuck Colesto tweet. Breaking report, parents uncovered documents exposing secret gender and sexuality alliance club at Charles F. Patton Middle School, 6th to 8th graders, middle school in Pennsylvania. Go to the next one for me, Will. Sue's tweet, I'm about to contact my kid's school and demand an inventory list from their, from their darn library. Book is called My Body is Growing, a guide for 4 to 8-year-olds. Well, keep in mind, put up the pic for me, Will. This, put up the next one for me. There you go. This is for four to eight-year-olds. Naked woman on top of a naked man for a four-year-old? So a woman mounted on a man in a sexual position is for a four to eight-year-old, but we're wrong by calling them groomers? This is exactly what groomers do when they want to molest children. They sexualize them. We're not wrong. Ron DeSantis isn't wrong. We're right about Disney. We're right about the NEA, the teachers union. We're all right. They're trying to make pedophilia acceptable. Why? I don't know. Maybe there's a bunch of pedophiles that are teachers. I don't know. But they're certainly trying to sexualize our kids, homosexualize our kids, transgenderize our kids, and pervert our children. This is for four to eight-year-olds? Really? Let's go to the next one. Lives of TikTok. Students at Brookline Public School had a day of racial reform and solidarity. What is it with the, they go to the most impressionable. Middle schoolers, play it for me. Cool start. So uh, I would, I, I don't think there's another way I, I could live. I do racial justice and liberation work um, because I, I see my white advantage everywhere I go. And I also see the way white supremacy, capitalism, patriarchy, 
are locking me into systems that are really not working for me either as a white person. It's jacking up my relationships, it's jacking up my kids' school system, it's jacking up the healthcare system, it's jacking up my relationship with the environment. And I, I really feel like a lot of these systems just need to be hospiced out, and we need an entirely new way of engaging with each other that is much more radical and loving. So for me, racism's operating all the time. I think you guys got the definition, a system of advantage based on race, that's David Wellman's definition. So um, there's nowhere where it's not operating. Does anyone know when did, was Brookline High founded? 18, 1834? I wrote it down somewhere. So you know, this, this building was built during chattel, sla chattel slavery. So there's, there's really no part of where we are that hasn't been touched by structural racism and intersecting. I mean, oh yeah, structural racism, it's all racist, America's horrible, all out of middle school. Why is that allowed? What's, I'm, I'm just question. What does that have to do with math? And then you'll hear Democrats say there's no CRT in the school. That is CRT. They may call it TRC, but it's still CRT. Here's another teacher for you. Play it for me. My kids from last year are now in fifth grade and they come visit me almost every day after school. And a lot of them are queer because I am queer. And so, and they figured it out. And so I've become their safe space. And today they found my guess who. And they started playing guess who, but they didn't play it the normal way. How did they play it? They used things like, this person looks like a lesbian baddie who's going to come over and make you dinner. Well, which one of these characters is going to be is a lesbian baddie that's going to come over and make you dinner? Oh, Olivia is? Oh, great. Um, which character just looks gay? Well, meet Mike. Um, these kids, I'm so happy that they are figuring out who they are and that they're happy with who they are and that they found a safe place. But man, I could never imagine being in fifth grade saying these things out loud, even though I know they're all, all okay. I grew up super religious where nothing was okay. And so seeing this happen, I'm like, ah, but I'm also like, yay, but ah. This is a teacher of, I believe, fifth graders. That's who she is. We're not wrong. You need to be bold with it. Have these videos, bring them to your school board. We are not wrong. No, no kids need to be hearing the word queer. Four to eight-year-olds don't need to see books with women sexually mounted on men. It doesn't need to happen. It's not supposed to be there. Don't give an inch, ever. Here's another story. New York Post tweet. Pennsylvania teacher busted for sexual relationship with student after husband alerts principal. She has sexual relationship with a 17-year-old. Interesting thing, the person that she replaced had a sexual relationship with a student also. It's happening everywhere. We have a problem. We need to stand up. We need to be asking, oh, we don't want to be communist book burners. You know what? We don't need to burn anything. You know what? If, if, if that teacher wants to bring home and, and sexualize her own kids, fine. You will keep your mouth shut in the public school setting or you will lose your freaking job. That's how we, oh, that's mean. That's not Christ-like. Yes, it is. It's absolutely Christ-like. All this, look at 1 Corinthians 5.13. Expel the wicked man from among you. It's absolutely Christ-like. You don't, Christ-like is not accommodating sin and compromise. I'm not saying be rude or a jerk, but you know what? You need to testify at a hearing. That woman needs to be fired. She has students coming and testifying about their queerness to her. What does that have to do with reading, writing, arithmetic or history? Absolutely nothing. Alec McGillis tweet, since school funding is tied to enrollment cities, here's how you fight back. Here's how you fight back. 
Cities have lost many students, including Denver, Albuquerque, and Oakland, and now considering combining classrooms, laying off teachers, and shutting down entire schools. Absolutely needs to happen. Department of Education needs to be shut down. Public schools, you know what? They can all be shut down as far as I'm concerned. We should basically, everything should either be a charter, charter school or home, home school or homeschool consortiums. That's, Tom, that's, what about people? Have, you know what? We need to work it out because we're sending our children to groomers. You see it. You see, this, this, is, this, this is them talking. That's why they got so viciously attacked by the Washington Post. That's why Libs of TikTok, who puts out these videos, got so viciously attacked by the Washington Post. Taylor Lorenz. Because liberals don't like to see their darkness exposed for everyone practicing evil, hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest their deeds be exposed. Expose them. You see anything in the public school setting, go and testify about it. Then we need to put our people on the school boards. Simple as that. Parallel Society, Newsmax video, hijacked on Tuesday's national report, Nicole Neely reacted to reports that many blue states use billions of dollars of tax billions of taxpayer dollars intended for COVID-19 relief to fund critical race theory billions of dollars of taxpayer funded funded COVID relief money went to critical race theory play it for me Meantime, blue states across the nation allegedly using billions of taxpayer dollars intended for COVID-19 relief funds to push CRT education in public schools. A report coming from the nonprofit group One Nation shows 13 Democrat-led states funneled more than $46 billion from the American Rescue Plan funds for CRT. Joining us now to discuss is President of Parents Defending Education, Nicole Neely. Nicole, welcome. Thanks so much for coming on. Let's dive into this, if we can. Bring back to me. So there you saw the dollars. Aaron's going to put the dollar signs right next to me here, the dollar amounts. There you go. California got sent $15.1 billion for COVID relief. It was spent on critical race theory. New York, New York City, $9 billion. Illinois, $5.1 billion. So basically $15 billion, $14 billion sent to New York and Illinois for COVID relief was spent on critical race theory, the stuff that we are seeing in these videos that I'm showing to you. Michigan, 3.7 billion, New Jersey, we go on down the list, billions and billions of dollars spent for COVID relief, given to these states for COVID-19 relief. That's how you know COVID is bull crap. Yes, COVID exists, but the response to it, the draconian, fraudulent response to COVID-19, treating it like it's, an, like it's a bubonic plague instead of a 99.9% survival virus, 99.997% survival for anybody 19 years of age or younger, which is the entire school system. So they get all this COVID funding that is then spent on propagating critical race theory, which is just simply a, a, a racial grooming. And it's just a gateway to sexualized grooming. And Aaron's got it written here. The total spending was $46.5 billion sent to schools for COVID-19 relief spent on critical race theory where they teach all of your white students, all of your white children, that they are inherent racists, which is absolute lies. All right, look at this video. I'm not, I don't... OBN Naju Akiocho uh, Akiocha video 1957 Margaret Sanger switching to abortion now founder of 
Planned Parenthood was interviewed. Play it for me. Do you believe in sin? When I say believe, I don't mean in believe in committing sin. Do you believe there is such a thing as, a, as sin? Well, I think the greatest sin in the world is bringing children into the world that have disease from their parents, that have no chance in the world to be a human being, practically. Delinquents, prisoners, all sorts of things just mark when they're born. That, to me, is the greatest sin that people can, can commit. But sin in the ordinary sense that we regard it, do you believe or do you not believe? Well, what? What would they be? Do you believe that infidelity is a sin? Well, I don't, I'm not going to specify what I think is sin. I've stated what I think is the worst sin. The yes, sin. but then you asked me to say what, and I, and I said what, and, and, and uh, you refused to answer me? Ah, yes, I don't know about infidelity. It has so many personalities to it, and what person's own belief is. You can't, I couldn't generalize um, any of those things. As, as usual, very demonic equivocating on sin. Is infidelity sin? Absolutely sin. She's a eugenist. She wanted the entire black population removed from the planet. And Hillary Clinton, the demon that she is, said that's somebody that she greatly admires. Now, this is where we're at in America right now. Play it for me, Will. You believe in abortion after birth? Would you, would you say? I believe in whatever the woman wants to choose to do, that's her choice. At any point of the child's life? At any point of the lady's life, that's her choice. To kill another person's body? It's going to always be her choice. Even after the baby's born? It's always her choice. So if they're two years old? It's always her choice. I can kill my two-year-old. It's a woman's right to choose. To kill their child at any point? It's a woman's right to choose. Oh, you know what? This, you know, this is just... Uh... You know, this is insanity. This isn't, we'll never get to this place. It's already being legislated in two states, folks. California is pushing legislation right now, which I've said over the last month of these podcasts, that where you will be able to kill your child 28 days after birth, after birth. So the kid's three weeks old outside of the womb after full gestation, 10 months in the womb, 28 days out on that 27th day, you can kill your child. That's what they are trying to legislate in the state of California. It'll never, this is hyperbole, it'll never get to that place of that video that you just showed. It's already there. We, will, we could never lose our constitutional rights by Joe Biden surrendering our medical sovereignty to the World Health Organization. We've already lost them. I'm right here in Southwest Florida. This is DeSantis land. And I still see idiots driving around alone in cars with masks on. I still see it. I still, when, when I went to the dentist recently, they're still forced to mask. It's insanity. Masks do nothing. It's insanity. Kill your child 28 days after birth. A woman's being into the demons come out. Interviewed on the street. Is it okay to kill your two-year-old? Absolutely. It's always a woman's right to choose. So if you're a mother and you're 74 and your son's 54, you can still kill him. That's how these people think. They're, listen, their father is the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning. Chip Roy, play for me, Will. What is the latest you have performed an abortion? So since I will always follow the law and I live in the state of Alabama, I provide abortion care up until 20 weeks gestational age. Okay, so you performed an abortion at 20 weeks. Yes, sir. Uh, and the procedure for an abortion, when we're talking about at 20 weeks, as I understand it, is dilation and extraction. Have, have you um, performed abortions at that stage? And in, in doing so, 
Have you uh, had baby parts that you've had to uh, discard or store in some capacity? One of the things that you all have done Legs, throughout, arms, this, throughout this hearing is just use inflammatory language. Inflammatory, no, it's a, no, it's a question. Ma'am, ma'am, it's a simple question. Have you had human parts, baby parts, arms, legs as a result of an abortion performed at the time you just acknowledged you performed abortions? I am abortions a physician and a proud abortion provider. There is okay. nothing that you can say yeah, yes that or makes, no. makes it difficult have, for me to talk about the care that I provide right. to So have patients. there been baby parts, yes or no? If you would like for me to talk and to where you have, about where and how, how have they been stored? An abortion for patients who need So the answer to the question is fairly obvious age, I'm happy that there are baby parts and you don't want to talk about how they're being stored. You don't want to talk about putting them in freezers. You don't want to put them in, talk about putting them in Pyrex dishes. You want to talk about the videos that we have from Planned Parenthood Coast, uh, uh, Gulf Coast in Houston, Texas. You don't want to talk about the reality the of what actually happened. has expired. If you I don't mind me. If you ask me any question about what I do and what I believe, I'll answer your question. I'll answer. I'm not afraid to answer anything. You ask me, well, why will she not answer the question? What do you do with the body? What, what do you do with the body parts, lady? What do you do with the body parts? Why won't she answer the question? Answer the daggum question. You know, Peppermint Patty asked, you know, do you believe that the Hunter Biden laptop is from, you still believe it's Russian dis disinformation? Yes or no? What, what do you do with the baby parts you lop off during abortions? Uh, you know, uh, babies that are a month away from being born. What do you do, lady? What do you do with them? Answer the question. If you're, if you're not ashamed of yourself, why would you not answer the question? Answer the question. Here's another one. Greg Price is obviously... They were having some sort of committee meeting on the Hill. Greg Price video, Representative Jordan Bishop. Do you believe men can become pregnant and have abortions? Dem abortion witness. Yes. Play it for me. Arambide. Arambide. Okay. Um, what do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. There's your Democratic Party. How can anybody vote Democrat? I'm just curious. I mean, all of you Democrats that are watching right now, how do you vote Democrat? Do you believe a man can become pregnant and have an abortion? Yes. What are you talking about? There's no way even to describe that verbally. It's so insane. There's no words to describe that opinion. Downhall, downhall.com, same hearing. Representative Mike Johnson, how does one qualify as fully human? Play it for me. You're not going to answer this question, but how about this one? How does one qualify as fully human? What makes a human being? What makes a person a human being That's is right. them being born, number one. That's why wow. we have birthdays. So you have to be born. Then why is it that when you have a mother who's pregnant and is killed, is murdered, and the, she and the baby dies, that it's a double homicide? See, there's no way to extrapolate wisdom or a coherent statement based on the statements of Democrats. This is the Democratic Party. The church needs to speak out against the Democratic Party by name. When you're sitting here and you want to butcher babies in the womb, in the birth canal, partially aborted, partially born, and then partially abort, uh, partial birth abortions, and then post-birth abortions, when you are saying that men can get pregnant and have abortions, that people are become people on their birthday, the church needs to say things about the Democratic Party.
period. This is evil. It is absolutely galactically demonic. Greg Price video. Listen, watch this GOP witness shut down Congressman Raskin. What, probably my favorite video of the day. Play it for me. They called is candidly and openly calling for a nationwide ban on all abortions with no exceptions for rape or incest. And if I've got that wrong, I would invite Ms. Foster to correct me. Do I have it wrong, yes or no? Um, if we added rape and incest exceptions, would you vote for it? Uh, okay, if, uh, I reclaim my time, of course. Uh, answer, the, back, answer the question, Congressman Jamie Raskin. Answer the daggum question. She said, you know, we want to ban all abortions, which I'm totally in favor of. I'm, fa- I'm in favor of a federal law banning all abortions because it's murder. Simple as that. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. That's the word of God. Jeremiah 1.5. That closes out the subject matter for me. I don't want to kill people. God knew before he formed them in the womb. No, thank you. But Jamie Raskin wants them all dead in the womb, out of the womb, everywhere. She, but she asks, you know what? I've been in the same debate with another pro-abortion person. And then they say, look, you're also in favor of killing people too. No, you know what? If I have to come to terms, if I have to meet with demons at a table and we have to come to some sort of compromise, all right, and that's what she said. You know what? Demon, if I put on there, you know what? No abortions except for rape and incest. Will you sign that bill? Because that's what they use as their argument all the time. 0.01% of all abortions are rape and incest. 0.01 out of 2 million per year in the United States. 0.01% of rape and incest. And that's what they use as their justification for keeping abortion legal. And she says to them, you know what? We'll give it to you. We have to come to terms with demons because that's a democracy. You have to deal with demons. We'll give you rape and incest, your 0.01%. But no, it's not enough. That's that's how they always work. It's the same thing with COVID. 0.1% post-infection death rate and you shut down the whole world. 0.01% of all abortions are rape and incest so you kill everybody and then weep about kids that are in cages that you would have killed before they were born in the cages that the biden uh, obama administration built caleb hall video can't get over this clip at rep mike johnson leaving an abortion advocate absolutely speech, speechless play for me will so so abortion should be allowed then by your definition for any reason for any purpose at any stage right I trust people to make decisions about their body. And then when relevant, I think that they need to consult their medical p- practitioners. Okay. And not is, if it is, Listen, let me just ask you this question. If it is not lawful and morally acceptable to take the life of a 10-year-old child, I assume you agree with that, right? That would be wrong, correct? I believe that. Okay. That is and wrong. a two-year-old child, same thing. That would be murder. We would all agree that's wrong. Then what is the principal distinction between the human being that is two years old or nine months old or one week old or an hour old than one that is eight inches further up the birth canal in the utero. What's the difference? Why is it okay in the latter case and not the former cases? I trust people to determine what to do with their own bodies. Wow. Full stop. Trust people to do with their own bodies. They'll just kill anybody and everybody. That's who these people are. I know I say this verse all the time. John chapter 8, verse 44. You belong to your father, the devil and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. No truth in him. Talking about the devil, Jesus, John chapter 8, verse 44. Jesus speaking. There is no truth in him. 
Can a man get pregnant and have an abortion? That very woman says yes. Kill a baby anytime, at any moment during, during the gestation period, during the entire pregnancy. Baby is nine months and 10 days old. Slaughter the baby. Absolutely. Just have a C-section and put the baby up for adoption. The baby's fully viable. They've had babies that are six months old, fully viable. But yet this woman would rather them be dead because she is of her father, the devil, a murderer from the beginning, who is a liar, whose native language is lying. That's who these people are. That's why you don't cede power to them by strapping masks on your face and quarantining your healthy self. LifeNews.com. Here's one of their famous claims from from the abortion lobby. That if women aren't allowed to have abortions, they'll die in back alley abortions with hangers. All these women will die if they don't kill their babies. Right? That's what they say all the time. Well, here's the facts. LifeNews.com. Claim women will die if abortions are banned. Fact, after 254 days, this is in Texas, no women have died because of the abortion, Texas abortion ban. Neither have 15,000 unborn babies. So, 15,000 unborn babies saved and not one woman denied of abortion has died. Facts. All right, let's finish with Ukraine tonight. Here's George W. Bush with a very, very interesting Freudian slip. Play it for me. In contrast, Russian elections are rigged. Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. (laughs) Iraq, too. Anyway. uh, (laughs) 75. Uh, Here's the... You know, everybody's focusing on that Freudian slip of Ukraine and Iraq. But just so you know, he said one man uh, illegally invading another country, unilaterally invading a country, right? And he, go, and he says unilaterally invading Iraq. And he goes, uh, uh, Ukraine. But then right after that, he goes, Iraq too. He knows. You're like, Tom, you were against the Iraq war? Absolutely. What's our interest? And we're still, we still, we spent trillions of dollars for what? We, we aren't getting any oil out of there. It should have been, if we're going to go over there, then that should be our 51st state. Free oil for life. We'd be paying, we'd be paying five cents a gallon if we owned Iraq. We owned half of Iraq, we would be. That's what we should be doing. All right, let's go on to the next one. Weirdest war ever. Representative Chip Roy, I'm wondering when we voted to go to war. Play it for me. I support Ukrainians, but I represent Americans. And Americans want to stand alongside Zelensky and push back on Putin, but they want us to do our job responsibly. And when I hear the majority leader of the other party say, quote, a time of war, when I sat with the majority leader in a rules committee meeting upstairs and he said, we're at war, and I'm wondering when we voted to go to war. If people, if we're going to have a proxy war and we're going to give $40 billion to Ukraine because we want to look all fancy with our blue and yellow ribbons and feel good about ourselves, maybe we should actually have a debate in this chamber, a debate in this body, because the American people expect us to do that. 
When the border of this country is wide open and cartels have control of it and fentanyl is pouring in and we have $30.5 trillion of debt and gas prices are spiking and $1,100 to fill a tank of diesel and we go, oh, blank check, $40 billion. And by the way, I'm looking at my colleagues on this side of the aisle on that same point. Oh, yeah. Republicans are just as guilty as Democrats. Establishment Republicans who are afraid of the repercussions of saying no because you'll be called pro-Putin just like you're afraid of standing up and not put a mask on your face because you'll be called a grandma killer and anti-science and pro-COVID. You want people to die of COVID so you don't get the vaccine. We mean the vaccine that doesn't stop transmission or infection. So you know, we got to institute a vaccine mandate, a mandate that stops infection that stops transmission using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission or infection it's all just absolutely demonic nonsense it's all demonically nonsensical but here you know here you know what it's time for a very smart person to weigh in on this podcast kamala what do you think of all that we've covered so far play for me that is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action. With that, I thank you all. This is a matter of urgent priority for all of us, and I know we will work on this together. Now, I know that Nina Jankowitz has resigned because the uh, disinformation governance board has been put on pause. But yet, you know what? I want her to be able to weigh in on all we've discussed so far tonight. Play for me. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie when Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine. Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain. They're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh! This is the point of the show we're going to say we're kidding. Yeah, that's good. So there you go. Just wanted to give you a little bit. I know Nina has resigned. I get that. And that's a big victory. And by the way, that shows you how it works. All you do is stand up to these people, expose them. Like I said earlier, John chapter 3, verse 20, everyone practicing evil hates the light, does not come to the light, lest their deeds be exposed. All you need to do is expose them over and over again, like we did with Nina Jankowitz and the Dis- Disinformation Governance Board goes bye-bye. Yes, it's put on pause. We know what that means. It is gone. Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS secretary who hired Nina Jankowitz, didn't hire, didn't even interview anybody else. Now, lo and behold, she has resigned. It is put on pause. All you have to do is stand. Back to the Ukraine. This is Reuters. A new comic book is telling the life story of Ukraine's president. Play it for me.
now here it is. Now, this is, again, the weirdest war zone I've ever seen where you have Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell and their various entourages walking down the war zone streets of Kiev. No bullets flying, no artillery, no guns around the American dignitaries, absolutely nothing. And, and here we have right now, now, Voldemar Zelensky, let's make sure we understand who this man is who now has a comic book of himself. And by the way, you know, it's a very, very wonderful gift that you get at the border when you illegally cross. You also get Kamala Harris's comic book in which she is called Divine in. So you have now Voldemar Zelensky, who is an autocratic dictator who has imprisoned his political opposition, has shut down all opposition media with the exception of one pro-Zelensky television station. And we're told by Nancy Pelosi and establishment Republicans, including Ted Cruz, including Ron Johnson, all of which just voted, all these men that I love that just voted to send 40 billion printed dollars will come up and we'll talk about the erratic, irresponsible spending of the Democratic Party. Print $40 billion, $54 billion total that they printed and sent to Ukraine. They will say, Voldemar Zelensky, go and we need to fund this war so that the democracy of Ukraine, we're fighting for freedom, fighting for democracy. Our taxpayer dollars being printed and sent over there are for democracy. No, Voldemar Zelensky is an autocratic dictator. He is overseeing a dictatorship of a country, no different than Russia at all. Not one, him and, him and Vladimir Putin are both World Economic Forum sycophants, both of them World Economic Forum players. Who knows? It's very strange, too, that he's able to do. Yeah, put that up. Here's, here's what you get at the border. Superheroes are everywhere. Kamala Harris. There she is. This is how these people are. If you wonder why none of these people are Christians, it's very easy to understand. They are God. Voldemar Zelensky loves that Nancy Pelosi calls him St. Patrick. The second coming of St. Patrick. They themselves are gods. Kamala Harris in that comic book or another book about her is called divine. That's who these people are. If you're wondering about Bill Gates and transhumanism and, and the World Economic Forum and transhumanism. That's who these people are. They believe that they will somehow figure out a way to live forever. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him. For the things done while in the body, whether good or bad, they don't want any part of 2 Corinthians 5.10. They don't want any part of that. So they lie to themselves and they make themselves believe that they are divine. Voldemar Zelensky is an autocratic dictator. He has been suppressing the people of eastern Ukraine, which are Russian-speaking, for years. Basically, what Russia has done is take over U the eastern part of Ukraine. The rest of it's deception. If you saw a map of what Russia has taken over, they've basically taken over what they've wanted to take over. I don't like Russia either. Ukraine, Russia, autocratic dictatorships, not democracies, not democratic republics, not federalists, so I am against both countries. Therefore, Therefore, I don't think America should be printing $40 billion when we are $30.5 trillion in debt and shipping 40 to, 40 to $54 billion printed dollars over to a corrupt autocratic dictator named Voldemar Zelensky. No thank you. Lewis Brackpole tweet, it's the weirdest war on the planet. 
Never seen anything like this. Never saw any of these sorts of headlines from Iraq. Never saw, saw any of these sort of headlines from Gulf War One, Gulf War Two, Afghanistan, Vietnam. Never saw anything like Panama invasion and whatever. All the wars that I've seen, that footage of, that I've seen live footage of, news reports of, I've never seen anything like this done before. Why is Reuters using a photograph of a bunch of dudes paintballing? Reuters headline, Ukraine says it has repelled Russian incursion. Those are guys playing paintball. Put up the big pick. Paintball. Look at the guns. Paintball. Go to the next one for me. Journalism at its best. Here it is. This is, this is the same picture of a bomb that did not detonate. Journalism at its best from left to right. Russia bomb in Ukraine. Middle, Ukrainian bomb in Russia. Le- and, and far right, Israel bomb in Gaza. That's the media. They are nothing more than, we got Joseph's, we got Mengele earlier. Joseph Goebbels gaslit propagandists. That's all that they are. Ukraine's winning this battle. Ukraine, oh really, the ghost of Kiev, all those, it's all propaganda, gaslit garbage. All right, go to Benny Johnson for me. MSNBC's military analyst is posting fake war videos from a video game. Why would they have to leave this up? Why would you have to do that? If there's this, this horrible war going on where Nancy Pelosi can just fly in in her blue pantsuit and walk right down the middle of it, Mitch McConnell can walk right down the middle of it. Bono and the Edge can come and do a concert right in the middle of it. Justin Trudeau and Christia Freeland can walk down right in the middle of it, do their Western thing where they all walk. Remember the Joe Biden video where they were all walking across the bridge as if it was some sort of Wild West showdown. Pelosi does the same imagery. McConnell does the same imagery. And, and Voldemar Zelensky comes walking out of his presidential palace and they all meet and all bootlick each other and butt kiss each other because, hey, are you bringing me the $54 billion? Because Valdemar Zelensky makes $100 million a year? Yeah, that's what he makes. Our president makes about $450,000 a year. He makes $100 million a year. Of course, not Joe Biden. Joe Biden makes who knows how much from China and from other various sources that Hunter's looted from. But military analyst is, is posting fake war game videos. Why? Fake, not war game, fake war videos from a video game. How could that be? And this is a military analyst. Why is left-wing corporate media allowed to spread misinformation? Well, I guess we need, Nina Jankovic would have been all over this, right? About a war while they advocate for censorship of conservatives and fact-checking of memes. Go to Barry McCaffrey tweet. There it is. This is Barry McCaffrey, uh, a war expert, war, war analyst, Russian aircraft getting nailed by UK, Ukraine missile defense. Russians are losing large numbers of attack aircraft. Ukraine air defense becoming formidable. Leave this up. Now let's look at this. This is all bold-faced lies. They took, Barry McCaffrey took the video down. There was a video. I had it, but he took it down. So now it's no longer available. I should have sent it to Aaron. He would have gotten it for us and and, uh, we would have kept it. But he took it down. This guy is saying, look at the lies from the military analyst. What was it from MSNBC? MSNBC's military analyst. Look at the lies. Russian aircraft getting nailed. Lie. UKR, Ukraine missile defense. Lie. Russians are losing large numbers of attack aircraft. Lie. Ukraine air defense becoming formidable. Lie. All from MSNBC's military analyst. In other words, he is a Goebbels propagandist. 
That's all that he is. And why would he want Ukraine to win? I mean, what is going on here? Do we have, do we have food shortages that have been put in place on purpose because the breadbasket of Europe is Russia and Ukraine? And lo and behold, the two people who run those countries both of which one of them is a young global leader for the World Economic Forum versus a regular attender of the World Economic Forum, which is Putin versus Zelensky. Strange how it just works out that way. And, and it's just very odd too that Zelensky is able to open up the Cannes Film Festival. I know all about that because I skied a couple times in Park City, Utah, where Cannes, the Cannes Film Festival is. He's able to somehow... As Russia viciously attacks Ukraine and knocks out all of their utilities, somehow he is able to do worldwide global broadcast anytime he wants to the globalist, to the, to the Cannes Film Festival in Park City, Utah. Strange, isn't it? Strange how that works out. Are you talking you saying that people aren't being killed in Ukraine? I know there are, and there's innocent victims, and I've done what, I've can, to, what I can to help them, and I'll do more if I can. To help the innocents, because there's innocent victims uh, in, in the Ukraine and maybe innocent victims in Russia. Both of them, everybody under an autocratic dictator is a victim. Oh, you got the, oh, play the video. How, oh gosh, how can anybody believe this is real? How can anybody believe it? Here it is. Boom. So that's the thing. MSNBC's Aaron's that magic of Aaron got it somehow. It was banned. I don't know how he got it. But anyway, um, the military. Oh, there it is. Thank you, guys. Barry R. Barry R. McCaffrey. Look at his look at his credentials. And N- NBC News, MSNBC, four star U.S. Army general retired. And he believes that's real. OK, I was a cop for 25 years. I've never been in the military. So let me, let, me, let me default to somebody in the military. Will, does that look real to you? Okay, I mean, how are you? I mean, how do you become a four-star U.S. Army general? Four combat tours and that looks real to you? Or is it that you knew that it wasn't real and you're such a spineless maggot hack that you lie to the American people? Could that be bought and paid for so that you can be approved by MSNBC and you get to be called an expert by lying? All right, go to the next one for me. Here it is. Luxury cars continue to be imported in mass to the Ukraine under the guise of military aid. Strange, isn't it? Said Deputy Head of Custom Service, Alexander, I'm not going to bother. Approximately 80,000 cars, 30, 30% luxury models since the start of the war for the needs of the AFU. Very interesting. Here's another one for you. Christina Pushow tweet. Fun fact, Nina Jankovic worked in the administration for President Poroshenko of Ukraine. An oligarch with a reputation for extreme corruption who jailed my former boss for protesting him. Corruption was the issue that drove 73% of Ukraines to vote out Poroshenko along with the CIA and their color revolution and elect Zelensky in 2019. All right, Charlie Kirk tweet. 11 senators courageous enough to stand up and say no to the $40 billion printed money handout, printed cash handout to the Ukraine. There's the name, screenshot it. Some of the big names, Marsha Blackburn, of course, Rand Paul's on there, Tommy Tuberville, Mike Lee, Josh Hawley, big names on there, big names not on there, Ted Cruz, Ron Johnson, what the heck, man. 
both senators, Marco, Marco Rubio, Rick Scott from Florida, just caved. Why would you cave? Because I'm going to be called names if I don't cave. That's why. I'm going to be called a baby killer if I don't strap a mask on and lock down my church and, exp- and jam a needle full of an mRNA vaccination into my arm. I'm going to be called a grandma killer. I'm going to be called anti-science and pro-COVID. You just stand. Who cares what these, who cares what these baby butchers think? And you wonder where this narrative came from. Pro-Putin, pro-Putin. Here's Johnny McCain. Play it for me. Assault from the Russians. So I repeat again, the senator from Kentucky is now working for Vladimir Putin. I yield the floor. Speaking of Rand Paul, John McCain, Songbird McCain, sold out his country while he was a POW, caused a major fire on a U.S. carrier. But because daddy was an admiral, it all gets washed under the table. But that you see it, a nice establishment rhino spouting the establishment swamp line. The senator from Kentucky is working for Putin. That's why I tell you, I get this from Rodney Howard Brown, Republican, Democrat, two heads of the exact same snake. Vote for the conservative Christians who will actually, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert. Rand Paul, that will actually say things that are true. That's what I loved about Trump. At least he said things. He said things that needed to be said. Failed greatly when it came to COVID and the vaccines. Failed greatly. And it cost him the election, by the way. But at least he came out and said things that are true. Let your yes be yes, your no be no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Love you all. Back here Saturday night, 1030 for 55 minutes of fury. God bless you. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.